Hello and welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm Candace Campos. And I'm Lisa Bell. In the last 10 years or so, food trucks and carts have exploded in popularity all across the country. The mobile restaurants pop up everywhere, providing some unique eats to hungry patrons. But if you are a fan of a specific truck, it can be tough to track it down as it moves around town. Yes, yeah, so today's guest took a cue from the Pacific Northwest and along with her husband, opened up Orlando's first food cart pod in the city's Mills District, giving guests a variety of food options all in one convenient spot. So we are joined today by April Williams from A La Carte. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's so great to meet you. I was just telling you, I've actually been to A La Carte. Fabulous location, fabulous food trucks, such a cool vibe too. You can sit outside. It's I think perfect, uh, especially in this world that we're living in where a lot of people want to be outside yes. right now. Um, when did you guys set up shop and begin all this? We actually are coming up on our third anniversary weekend after next. Wow. So almost three years now. And so you got this random idea. How did this come about? Um, no, we can't claim it. Um, we were living <laughs> in Oregon and we were teachers. And we kept finding ourselves um, traveling to Portland. We were living in Bend, which is Central Oregon. Mm -hmm. And Beautiful. every time we would go out to eat, we'd almost always go to a food cart pod, a food truck pod. You know, they call them all kinds of things like that up there. But um, because my husband and I have very different eating styles, and we can always both get exactly what we want without fighting. Our son can kind of run around in the open air. Usually we can find a drink and just a very casual place to just come together. And, enjoy ourselves. So you were living in Oregon, but you're also an Orlando native. Correct. And so you felt like this is exactly what Central Florida needs. Yeah, you know, we um, were talking about just what a great community atmosphere it is. And anytime our friends and family would come to visit, we would take them there. And we're like, you guys should you know, do this in Orlando. And they're not in hospitality. We love craft beer. They don't know about it. They're like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and after a while, my husband's like, why don't, why don't we go back home and do that? <laughs> right. And I'm like, you yeah. know, if that's what you want to do? Absolutely not. No, we have jobs and a house and a, you know, but no, um, he was adamant about it and convinced me. I'm like, this is great. And he's, yeah. he's the dreamer of the two of us. And we took this great leap of faith and sold our house and quit our jobs and moved back home. And like I said, three years ago, opened a la carte. And was this something that you just, <clears throat> you know, what was the process like? You know, you just say, yeah. I want to just create this area full of food trucks. Where I mean, do you just, begin? Yeah, yeah. Where do you start? Exactly. Where did we start? <laughs> I um, I remember there was one night, he is uh, not a night person, and I am. I was up late, we were living in Oregon, he was asleep, and I was reading through the city's code, and it said very plainly, you cannot have multiple food trucks on a property for an extended period of time. And I just started crying, because we had gotten pretty far into this, we were very hopeful, oh. and I thought we were just dead in the water. You know, I woke him up the next day. I have terrible news to tell you. <laughs> this dream that you spent, you know, the last three months writing a business plan for is dead. And um, he looked at the code and you know what he said? Oh, I'll just call the city. Of course. Why not? And I'm like, what does that even mean? Who are you <laughs> going to call? And, and um, he did. He called them and they said, maybe. This is interesting. Tell us more. And we were teachers at the time. So we took our spring break to drive from Oregon to Orlando and met with the city of Orlando. They were receptive to it. Um, tell us more, how are you gonna do it? You know, be very specific. And we had this dream of kind of an upscale food truck pod and they were on board and they gave us a green light. And so that's when we went all in. Um, it has been a lot of work and kind of to get people just to understand what it is. Right. I think that it's not, it's not as commonplace here as it was back there um, in the Pacific Northwest, but it seems so simple when people come 
They're like, you know, my friends have been telling me about this for mm -hmm. weeks, and now I understand it. It's, it's so simple. Well, it seems like a perfect location, too. You're in the Mills District, right off Primrose, uh, near Colonial. You know, it seems, how did you know that that would be a good spot for because this? Because it and is then, a really good spot and then, for yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and, and to find the property, I mean, it seems like so much stuff must have just fallen into place perfectly. We were blessed. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, well, you know, we grew up here, and I remember growing up always just go to Colonial for food. Mm -hmm. Where are we going to go? Let's, I don't know. Let's go to Colonial. We'll figure it out. And it always just seemed like this lively area. We used to love going to the Milk District when we were in our early 20s. And um, when it came time to bring this back home, we just decided, you know, what a great area to look at. The city wanted us to be in a Main Street District, which we are um, in that location. And it just kind of all came together. We're, we're blessed with the property we have. So I've never been. So give me an idea of what, okay. what this looks like. So, you know, I, I walk in. <laughs> Are we looking at, you know, how many food trucks? Is there a building associated with it? Give somebody an idea of what they can expect. Absolutely. Um, we have five permanent food trucks. And permanent means they're there on a long-term basis. Um, they do change periodically. They start with at least six-month leases. And it's very calm and just kind of fun vibe. We have music playing. There's no generators. The trucks are there um, seven days a week for lunch and dinner. We have a courtyard with AstroTurf, lots of outdoor seating. It's very just open and everybody kind of spread out. And then we also have a pavilion, which is covered. Garage doors open up for a big breeze. Inside we serve beer, craft beer, uh, wines, seltzers, coffee, sodas. And five food trucks right now, we have Pokey Kai, uh, Smokin' Donuts, Steak It Easy, Swedish. You may know her, she's been around forever. Mm -hmm. She's one of the original ones and dolce piccato so we've got kind of a little bit of something for everybody really sweet desserts to end it with and just a really fun atmosphere what's it been like you said you started three years ago you moved across the country you have a four-year-old and then a global pandemic hits so what has that what what has that been like for you and how have you been able to navigate through that and and what happened when all of a sudden things were shutting down i mean that's tough right what do you mm -hmm. what do you do they don't yeah. teach you for that in, mm -hmm. in business school or um, we, we're always trying to err on the side of caution for our staff, for our vendors and for our customers. So before everybody was shutting down, we pulled all of our seating. Um, we were very aware of that, but we have pivoted during that time. And Dustin is such a, a believer and he's just so wonderful. He's like, what's so great about this is we've learned that we will persevere through some mm -hmm. of the toughest of times. That's true. So we pull over seating. We went to to-go only. Um, at the time, Chicken Fire was one of our trucks, and they were open every day. Um, all of our trucks were, the other trucks were open on the weekends, all for to-go only. And we kind of naturally are an open-air environment. So I think right. people felt comfortable out. there mm -hmm. coming in. Um, you know, we were all wearing masks the entire time. And we have amazing, amazing customers. They kept coming and getting growler fills to go and food to go and together we all kind of eased back into it but we just kind of cautiously tread forward and i think that like i said when things began to open back up a lot of people felt comfortable coming there so when i first went there it was packed oh um, <laughs> it was which is fantastic mm -hmm. i mean it seems like this just took on so quickly maybe it feels different for you <laughs> She's like, I'm exhausted. That as, like someone who is just there visiting and, and eating there. Well, that's good yeah. to hear. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, yes, we No, I mean, for us on the other side of it, we've been working on this for years. We've been open three years. But of course, it takes so long to get everybody on board. Um, but no, what we've 
found out and we've learned from our customers, everybody says something along the lines of, we needed this. Right. And we didn't even know what this was. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm three years into this. I'm, not, I'm still kind of fully understanding what everybody means by we needed this. But mm -hmm. I think they just wanted a casual place where they could come together with their children or on a date and feel very relaxed and comfortable. Um, and we're just thrilled to, to have brought this community-driven space. Um, it has caught on and we we're very fortunate for that. We built it for people kind of like us mm -hmm. who were in their 30s and had kids but still wanted to get together yeah. without slow, the late night. Slow, but not too slow. Yeah, I still wanted to feel like I was going out. But what I've found is kids love it, um, grandparents love it. We host retirement parties, first birthdays. Just everybody kind of feels like they can come together, and that's what means the most to us. Can you rent out the whole space? You can. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is there? Is, did you bring back the seating, or is it you need to come and bring some blankets and things like that? So what's kind of the process? How, how can you be prepared for this? <laughs> Spoken as a parent with two kids, I'm yes. like, how do I prepare myself yeah. for this? Um, you can bring blankets if you need to. We do have lots of outdoor seating and indoor seating. Um, we do movie nights every Monday night, and a lot of people bring blankets for those mm -hmm. and some low-back chairs just to be you know, on the safe side. Yeah. We have some movies that are very popular. Hocus Pocus, of course, during of the course. holiday season mm -hmm. is always a very mm -hmm. popular one. But you don't need to bring any of those things. We have chairs. That's one of my things when, when I always hear about food trucks. This is me personally. I'm thinking, I don't want to hear and smell the generators and the yeah. gas. And then it's mm. trying to find a trash can to sit on, t you, know, s you know, hover over. So that way I have like a table or find that one high boy that the food truck brings. So this feels like it's like the best of both worlds. You get that outdoor experience. You get that food truck that you can kind of nitpick from each. But then you also have that comfort that you don't have to sit there and, you know, at a restaurant, at a, yeah. at a traditional restaurant. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a big thing, I mean, we were talking before this, we all have young kids. A big thing for me is not feeling this awkwardness or um, embarrassment when I take my son to a restaurant and then I feel guilty that he's loud mm -hmm. or he's bored. And so, you know, you put the screen in front of his face. Mm -hmm. Right. What we've found is the children kind of can run around the little grassy area and they can enjoy each other and the parents are able to relax without feeling guilty about bringing their child to a restaurant where right. they're too loud, you know? <laughs> so you were saying earlier that you were drawn to situations like this, food truck kind of gatherings in the Pacific Northwest because you and your husband have very different tastes in food. I love that because as you know, it's, you've got something for everyone yes. there. Um, but do you have any cooking experience in your past? Did you ever <laughs> want to open your own food truck? Um, you know, now we talk about it. Um, I love to think of myself as a cook, but I'm just terrible. <laughs> I'm just terrible. I take on all the cooking in our household because I insist that I want to. Um, my husband has worked in some kitchens, but really craft beer is our background. Uh, we used to be home brewers for a while. We've worked at lots of breweries, kind of always on the side of other careers. Mm -hmm. And we're just passionate about that. When we travel, we're always going to new breweries and trying new styles. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. So we bring a lot of that to our location. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of... Um, local Florida, Orlando, Tampa-based breweries, mm -hmm. but we like to spotlight some of the places that we used to live. Like I mean, and that, that caught my attention when mm -hmm. you said, you know, during the pandemic, people came and brought the mm -hmm. growlers. Mm -hmm. It was surprising before the pandemic hit. People here in Central Florida really didn't have a grasp on the growlers. And then, because I, I lived in Oregon as well, mm -hmm. and that was a huge thing. So that's like, that's another little niche that you guys mm -hmm. have in, in that area of Colonial. It's true. And, you know, well, part of that is because the growler laws in Florida were kind of wonky for a long time right. there. You can only fill the really big ones or the really small ones, but not the common size. Anyway, so that's a little 
brewer history where I geek out. But I think that was one of the byproducts, yes, of the pandemic. Um, people realized you could take our products to go. Right. And that's kind of something we say all the time. You can take everything here to go, from the food to the drinks. Mm -hmm. There's always something here. If you don't feel comfortable, please, then don't stay. Because yeah. we want you to feel safe. So. I love talking to people like you who've started their own business and her doing are doing so well. Tell me a little bit more about you and your husband and your background, because you were teachers in Oregon. Mm -hmm. And so many people think like, wow, I would love to open my own food truck or whatever, but I can't do that because I'm doing whatever else. What were you, what were you teaching first? Okay. okay. And okay. Cause you also told us what you went to college for and it has nothing to do with running what you're doing right now. I don't think so. I think that I use the biomedical background quite often every day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so kidding. you, right, right, right. You went I to mean, school. I you, mean, she's, I mean, when you do craft beers, you, you went to, to there's chemistry. a lot of chemistry. There you go. Yeah. So you um, went to grad school for biomedical engineering. Yes. Okay. And in then Sydney, you Australia. Yes. <laughs> and then you became a school teacher yes. in Oregon teaching what? Um, math and science at high school, uh, okay. a lot of physics and chemistry. Yeah. And then my husband um, was also teaching at the same school. Aren't we adorable? Mm -hmm. He was teaching. Um, <laughs> By the way, which you guys met in high school in here Orlando. In Orlando Lake yes. Howell. We went to Lake Howell High School mm -hmm. together. Yes. Years Followed ago. each other around the world. We didn't get together until after college. Oh, come we on. Had, Keep it romantic. You know, <laughs> no, it was great. We had other, you know, lives and then we yeah. came together again. Mm -hmm. um, and he was teaching, yeah, math and everything from remedial math all the way up to AP Calc. Yeah. So and you we didn't doing. think you just wanted to have this teaching career for the rest of your life? I loved it. Mm -hmm. uh, we were coaching as well, um, mm -hmm. and that was a blast. We absolutely loved the students. But he is an entrepreneurial spirit, mm -hmm. and he had some dreams that I kept saying, no, I don't <laughs> think that's a good idea. Let's get a steady paycheck. And um, I always joke, he wanted to open a brewery in Seattle uh, what, 10 years ago? Uh -huh. And I said, oh, it's saturated here. There's so many breweries. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. And then I lived to eat my words yeah. <laughs> on that one. Um, and then he had some other ideas. And, and with this concept, he was really passionate about it. And it's just so beautiful to me. Um, I've said it a couple of times, but it really is a community space. And mm -hmm. we get to come together, not just and celebrate, obviously, the beers, which we love. But, I mean, I love to eat. I just can't mm -hmm. cook. So <laughs> these, I mean, that's hello. the best thing. Yes. The best right. thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have these amazing five food trucks, and they are they're my friends yeah. at this point. I mean, we work together day in and day out and um, it's a lot of fun. So is there room to expand yeah, there or in other parts <laughs> of Central Florida? And what was there before you guys were there? Because that's, that is such a fun area, but mm -hmm. I don't, and I would, I lived over in that area, kind of near Baldwin Park. And yeah. I don't remember what was there before you guys. There's a, it was a little house that they were using as an office for a landscaping company. Okay. Oh, but boring. what's, <laughs> no. That what's was boring. Funny Next. Is, um, everybody thinks that we have repurposed like a Jiffy Lube because we have big roll up garage right. doors. Right. Because we just want this great open air cross breeze. Well, it's very yes. Oregon. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot it's of those very, big yeah. doors that they would just open up and because yeah. the weather there is so nice. And so it is. I mean, it is here too. Yeah. Most of the year. Yeah. Most yeah. of the year. Yeah. So, but can you expand in that area mm -hmm. or are you looking at other parts of Central Florida? There's not, um, our architect always makes a joke. We now know <laughs> the, the smallest one we can build on this lot. We've maxed out kind of everything we can do on our property, I think. But um, we are looking at other locations and we are hopeful to grow okay. just because so many, um, that wasn't what we set out to do. Mm -hmm. 
we weren't looking to be this big thing. Mm -hmm. But so many people, like I said, have come to us and said, right. we need this in our neighborhood, and right. this would be great where I live, and I wish I didn't have to drive 40 minutes to be here from Daytona. And I'm just like, oh my God, you drove here from Daytona? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so honored by yeah. that. Yes, like, Whoa. Yes. Wait a second, you got on I-4. <laughs> I know. And you came all the way here? Like <laughs> it's, it's humbling, it yeah. really is, because yeah. it's shocking to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, but um, so we are trying to grow. And the other thing, because we love our food trucks so much and just love what they do. We don't have a lot of rotation really anymore. We kind of did at the beginning, mm -hmm. but they're growing their brands and they're so much a part of who we are and what we do. Yeah. Um, we want to continue to grow to offer that to other food trucks right. too. This well, kind yeah, of incubator some space. People might go there expecting to see, you know, certain trucks and certain options and they might be craving something. And if that's not there, exactly, they're not going to be very happy. No, <laughs> it's happened. And they're not happy. Maybe. Yes. So there's just all these other great food trucks and, you know, yeah. if we were had one here and there, then maybe we could bring in some other ones, too, and yeah. give them a chance to grow their brand and really try to kind of... Yeah, like Chicken Fire. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, we, we had them on the Florida Foodie, and, I mean, mm -hmm. they're doing great business there. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so you know, they, they were have, quick, right? Mm -hmm. Right to a brick and mortar. Yeah. 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 It is amazing how that happens to so many people. Obviously, they build this brand on social media or wherever, and people are following them everywhere. And then the next thing you know, they open up shop. Yeah, and they're just killing it. Their food's just so... I mean, delicious <laughs> and, and you guys are obviously killing it where yeah. can people find your information how can they find your hours etc cetera, etc cetera? um we are on obviously we have a website and then instagram and facebook mm -hmm. at a la carte a-l-a-c-a-r-t mm -hmm. and on facebook at a la carte orlando don't put an e like the french a la carte we we're trying to be punny there with the food cart oh cart, food cart um, i get that a-l-a-c-r-t <laughs> and then uh Nice. Well, thank you so much. Uh, perfect weather right now to go outside. That's what I was thinking. I was hit up some that. food trucks, Why take not? the family, enjoy the fresh outdoors. So thank you so much. And um, you know, when you expand to other places, Daytona, College Park, Seminole County, Hint, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let us know and come back and visit us. Absolutely. Thank right. you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, April Williams, from A La Carte. You can find out more about the business online at alacarteorlando.com. You can also find it on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram or Lisa Bell News 6 on Twitter. You can find Candace Campos on social media as well. She's on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6. And on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend about us. Um, slash Florida Foodie. And be sure to sign up for the Florida Foodie newsletter while you're there.